What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. Of course, I'm your host. My name's Angel. And if you are new to the podcast, make sure you guys check out the other episodes uh, that I've previously recorded. Also, uh, check out my uh, Instagram, uh, Spoiler Reels, Spoiler underscore Reels. As you guys know, that's where I put all my content in there, basically showing what I've recorded. And also, uh, if you guys are interested in me reviewing certain movies, you guys can always let me know in the comments below. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow, share, like whatever, whatever Instagram does. <laughs> Just do, do all that. And, uh, and then, of course, um, the movie I'll be talking about, I'm sure you guys already seen the title of it. Uh, there will be spoilers everywhere, especially on a movie like this. Uh, you're going to want to make sure that you don't want anything spoiled. Um, if, you, if you're trying to watch this movie, watch the movie first, then come back and check out my episode and see if you agree or disagree uh, with my review and or my rating on the film. And I think that's pretty much it, guys. With that being said, let's go ahead and get started with this one. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right. Well, as you guys already noticed on the title, the movie I'm reviewing is Death on the Nile. Uh, this movie just recently came out, I believe. Let's see, it came out a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit, it's been out for a while. I've uh, been out for <laughs> February 11th, uh, 2022. Practically, oh, shit, a month uh, today. Huh. I'm surprised it even stays that long. Normally, movies nowadays don't even last that long in the movie theater. You know, now that we got streaming devices and all that stuff, I figure the movies will last only maybe two, three weeks tops, but a whole month. Not bad. Uh, this uh, movie is a mystery slash crime kind of film. It's PG-13. It's about two hours and seven minutes long. Uh, IMDb gave it a 6.6 out of 10. I think that's fair enough. Uh, I'll, I, of course, you guys know that i'll give my my rating at the end of the uh, uh review here uh this was directed by kenneth branagh uh, the music was from patrick doyle and this was adapted from the death on the nile book the budget was 90 million and the screenplay uh was by michael green and of course this uh the characters in this film the heavy hitters i guess you could say in this one is uh kenneth Kenneth Bernard as Hercule Poirot. Poirot? Yeah, he's like French. It's gonna, I'm going to completely butcher that name. Army Hammer as uh, Simon Doyle. Gal Gadot as Lynette. Uh, Ali Fazal as Andrew. Tom Bateman as uh, Book. Annette Benning as Euphomia. Letitia Wright as Rosali. Uh, Russell Brand as Dr. Ludwig. Uh, Emma Mackey as Jacqueline. 
uh, Rose Leslie as Louise Borgate, uh, Jennifer Sanders as Marie Van, Sophie Ocanetto as Salome, Don French as Ms. Bowers, Adam Garcia as Sid, and that's pretty much it. Those are the heavy hitters there of the on the film there. Uh, so real quick, guys, before we get started on the plot, this movie is obviously, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, it's like a it's the uh, predecessor of the film Murder on the Orient uh, Express. Uh, that one came out back in 2017. I'm not sure if because of the time. Uh, obviously, the first one came that one came out first back in 2017. But as far as the the dates go, I'm not sure if he had done this before this first or this one first, uh, because the, the times are like really really fucking close. Uh, so it's it's a who done it kind of film. If you guys have already seen the murder murder on the Orient Express, you guys already know what kind of film you guys are kind of going into. It's obviously a mixture of that with also Knives Out. Uh, if you guys are fans of those movies, you guys will definitely dig this one right here because that's pretty much what it is. That's not a bad film. Um, I actually, in a way, I enjoyed this one just a little bit more than the than the Murder on the Orient Express. Um, but this also this movie also uh, uh, it also had me questioning certain things that the characters did in this film where i was kind of like well why would you do this and why would you that do that if you already knew that you know shit like that in this film nonetheless though like it was i really liked how the uh cinematography of course was on this one was really nice uh especially especially when they're uh in the boat uh near uh, the egypt um pyramids and stuff like that the, some of the shots in the film was really great it looked really nice, especially I want to say in the beginning, in the beginning where we uh, see our main our main uh, uh, character of the film is a soldier, um, Hercule Poirot. Poirot. I'm just gonna call him Hercule. Uh, he's was before he was like this detective. He was a soldier in the uh, in the war, uh, I believe World War One and. Uh, World War Two. I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, it shows, and I, I really like how they were they were completely that whole thing was shot. It was all black and white, um, and basically kind of showing uh, the brains of this guy and how smart this guy really is. Like I really like enjoyed uh, the the uh, the shots in this film. The characters were actually not bad. I I did enjoy the characters. I think they played uh, their characters well. Uh, like as I mentioned, it's just some of the I question some of the some of their choices in the film and I'll get to it eventually but that's kind of like my main nitpick on this film here um yeah so that's kind of what I'm I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that it's it's murder on the orient express obviously with knives out only I think knives out did it better than this one here I think knives out because in this one I think between also the differences here is this one uh, Death on the Nile. It tr it tried to throw some humor in there, but I think it just went over a lot of people's heads in a way, or it wasn't that the punchlines didn't land. Unlike Knives Out, the the, the comedy, uh, the punchlines, everything completely landed, and I thought that was the some of the difference between that one and this one here. Not only that, the characters in Knives Out I think were a lot better than they, than uh, Death on the Nile. 
Uh, like I said, I did like the characters here, but they're nowhere near the Knives Out characters. I think the Knives Out characters, the, the, the actors brought those characters, like, brought it to light a lot better, in my opinion. So, um, that's just that's just me there. Uh, let's get to the uh, plots here, and we'll start kind of breaking down the film here in a bit. And, uh, let's see. All right. I want to see the budget on this thing. Okay, so the budget was ninety million, and the box office was one hundred and sixteen million. So, uh, uh, so that was a success. Uh, I think the first one was a, a more success because I think the first one was only. I want to say it was between fifty to seventy million, and they grossed like over three hundred and fifty million dollars. The first one. Um, so this one was a bit of a, you know, it, it took a down a peg, but it, I, I don't blame this. I don't blame that. I think it's simply because of, uh, a lot of people aren't going to the movies anymore. Um, you know, people are just streaming it now. I, I don't think you could find this movie in the streaming devices though. You would actually have to watch it at the movie theater in order to watch this. But, um, yeah, it, it was a lot different. Obviously 2017 people were still going to the movies. And, of course, once COVID hit, it kind of took a toll on a lot of people. And people, so a lot of people don't really go to the movie theaters as much unless it's one of those box office hitters like the Batman and Spider-Man and stuff like that. Then people will go out there to watch it on the big screen. But movies like this don't are not going to be get, garnering a, a lot of people. So that's probably maybe the reason why. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Oh, yeah, so it is in World War. So in World World One, a young Hercule devises a successful strategy to advance his Belgian squadron, but a booby trap mutilates his face. His lover, Nurse Catherine, suggests he grows a mustache to hide his scars. So in this scene right here, as I mentioned, I, I loved how the beginning was shot. It was black and white. The way it was completely shot, it was like one long shot for a good minute. And then, of course, the editing kicks in. But once their, their main uh, general got the, uh, the orders to attack, Mainly, like all the soldiers were kind of like looking like they're just were just being sent out there to get slaughtered. But of course, Hercule came up with some strategy to uh, infiltrate the enemy instead before they even knew they were gonna they were gonna attack, and it worked. They were able to get uh, uh, kill their enemies and whatnot, and the enemies retreated. Unfortunately, they left the booby trap where the general uh, stepped into it before Hercule could even you know yell and say stop or anything like that the general completely blew himself up uh and and hercule was nearby and that's how uh, part of the explosion got to his face and and had somewhat of a mark but to be honest though like because it was i think what a few years later um the only scars he got was on his on his lip upper lip first of all if you grew a stash like he did there's no way in hell it would look that thick because the scars would not let it unless unless I'm I'm because uh, uh, there's like it, it, the beard looks a little bit weird. Like it's it's like grown, but then there's like a, 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 a second stash underneath him. And it got, I don't know. It was weird. But the other thing is, is that his face was also blown. And then when they cut to him already, you know, out of the war and, and him becoming who he is now, there's no scar on his cheek. Like, I don't see anything. 
And his fucking cheek was blown to pieces as well. So I don't understand why there's no scar on, on his cheek, which is really weird to me. I was like, well, so only the only the upper lip gets it, but not the cheek. I was like, okay, sure. Anyways, as I mentioned, I did love this that scene, that whole scene, black and white, uh, infiltrating their enemies and whatnot. Great, great fucking scene to start off this movie. And then, of course, uh, he was upset. He was laying on the bed. His the nurse was actually his uh, his uh, lover, and uh, she he told her that not to come by or whatever. And she was like, "Well, I'm still a nurse, so I still needed to come by and help." I found out that you uh, you helped out helped the uh, army uh, win that. Like, yeah, but I couldn't help my general. And she's like, "I'm with you no matter what." But then, when, as soon as he turns around, he kind of did that uh harvey two-face kind of look like turns around and realizes like well do you still like me now with the scars and all that she's like yes i still do I was like, all right and then she's the one that mentioned grow a fucking mustache then so you don't there's no scars but i was kind of like what what about the cheek though and the cheek it's 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 like it's good and i was like what the fuck why is there no scar on his cheek just on his upper lip it was weird um uh, in 1930, yeah, in 1937, uh, Poirot watches uh, Hercule. I, I can't, I can't not say that fucking French last name. Poirot watches blues singer Salome Otterborn uh, perform at a London club and sees Jacqueline Jackie uh, do Bellafort introduce uh, Jackie de Bellafort introduce her fiance Simon. Loyal to her childhood friend, uh, Harris, Harris uh, Lynette. And Lynette is obviously played by Gal Gadot. And in this scene is basically, uh, uh, we see Hercule just sitting. He sits there trying out, trying out like different desserts. There's like six different cups in there, trying out different desserts while people are like just dancing on the dance floor. And this is where we see Jackie and, and uh, uh, Jackie and uh, uh, Simon dance because they were like you know they're in love and uh, uh and and uh when she sees gal gadot's character lynette uh she introduced like she talks to her saying that she's about to get she's engaged to simon um and that they were gonna uh, do all this and that and whatnot and she was she asked lynette if she can put him in at, at uh in her in her job in her firm or whatever to help him out to kind of get a, a a job and when Simon met uh, Lynette, supposedly from the looks of that from the camera, they looked like they fell in love right in front of Jackie. But Jackie didn't really, I don't know if she noticed it or, or didn't realize it. But And then, of course, uh, Jackie tells Simon, take her out for, take Lynette out for a dance. And, of course, they started dancing and whatnot. And the closer they got, the, you could see the, the, the Jackie's face expression changing little by little, kind of like from like happy to like uh, upset or jealous. And, uh, and of course, at the end of the dance, uh, they kind of just stare down at each other. And then, of course, that's where it cuts. Six weeks later in Egypt, uh, Hercule encounters his friend Bo, Bo uh, who introduces him to his mother, Euphemia. Euphemia, a painter, and and to a surprising newlywed couple, Lynette and Simon. So he's basically just chilling, Hercule, watching the 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 Egypt uh, pyramids and whatnot. And all you see is this fucking kite flying, and he says it's it's disturbing him, it's bothering him. 
and uh, he goes up and finds out that it was Book, one of his old friends. And keep in mind, he was wearing a red jacket. And uh, and then he started saying, "Oh, I was just here, you know, just relaxing on vacation and whatnot." And then he uh, Book tells him to hang out with him or whatever because he was a bunch of friends were gonna just hang out and, and go on vacation basically. And this is where he meets his mo- uh, Book's mother and she talks to him and whatnot and they kind of just get along for a little bit and then we find out that the couple is lynette and simon not jackie and simon uh i guess they fell in love they were engaged and they're uh, uh they're about to um be together others uh join their honeymoon trip lynette's maid louise forget salome and her niece manager rosalie lynette's school friend uh, Lynette's godmother, Marie Van Schuyler, with her nurse, Miss Bowers. Lynette's cousin, Andrew Kachatoran, who manages her accounts. And Dr. Linus Windleham. Uh, Lynette asks uh, Hercule for protection from the obsessive Jackie, who has stalked him to Egypt. He tries to dis- dissuade Jackie, who shows him she carries a gun. So in this scene, basically, this is where like they're all like celebrating and whatnot. And while they're celebrating, you notice a few of the uh, of the people that they're that there to celebrate. You can see a lot of their face expressions. A lot of them are different. Some of them are either like uh, out of anger, jealousy, and all that stuff. You know, while they're talking to um, Lynette, and uh, so you know, you realize, and that's the whole the whole reason is that it's just to kind of for as a viewer. To feel suspicious, suspicious of these characters, and uh, so of course Jackie, I uh, don't because she's upset that that they called it off or whatever, and and he ran with ran away with uh, his, her childhood best friend instead. Um, so she's stalking them. She's stalking them everywhere they go. She ends up meeting that they're in Egypt, and that that upsets Lynette, and uh, and of course this is where Hercule tries to explain Jackie to kind of move on you know start a new life go somewhere else you know just just let leave them alone and whatnot and she says that she couldn't do it because she just loves them she loves uh simon too much she says that if if she can't have him then she'd rather die and then that's when she shows this little 22 pistol and he she says that it's kind of like a toy basically because it does look like a toy it's like paperweight kind of thing uh to escape jackie the group boards the cruise ship ss karnak Though Lynette tells uh, Hercule she does not trust her guests. This is what I don't understand. Let, let me finish this real quick. During an excursion to Abu Sim- Simbel, Boak confesses that he is dating Rosalie, uh, despite his mother's disapproval. And the reason is, is because she's African-American. Um, but let me get to the, the other part where she tells, uh, where Lynette tells uh, uh, Hercule that she does not feel safe with the guests. First of all, if that's the case, I don't understand why you invited them. Why would you invite them along if you don't trust any of them? Like, what's the point? You're you're putting yourself in that situation. If you don't trust any of them, why would you want to be near any of them? It just doesn't make sense. And like, like not only that, like this is before they even get. I think actually no, they're already on the boat. Heading to the Egypt uh, pyramids and whatnot, 
And I was like, you you got them aboard in this boat in a secluded area in the middle of the sea. And you don't feel safe with them? Like, what the fuck? What were you thinking here? Like, then, then you shouldn't have put yourself in this position. No one can hear you scream in the middle of the, of the sea. No one can hear the gunshots. No one can hear nothing. So why would you invite them if you don't trust any of them? I, it just didn't make sense to me. I, I was Immediately, I was like, what was the point of this then? Um, and then, of course, we find out that uh, uh, Lynette. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not Lynette. Uh, book book confesses about Danny Rosali, uh, who was African American, but the mom disproves obviously uh, for that reason. Um, Hercule shows interest towards Salome, Salome the the mother, uh, and uh, after a boulder uh, nearly crushes Lynette and some, uh, Simon, the guests return to the Karnak to discover Jackie has boarded. So, and the reason you guys are probably wondering how is because they uh, swapped. They changed the uh, the workers there from the from the day into the night, and I guess Jackie somehow aborted on the on the boat to go into the ship and whatnot, and that and make it look like she was one of the workers there, and so that's how she was able to get in there. But a boulder almost landed uh, while while uh, Lynette and Simon were like just making out and and all that stuff. They were near the near the uh, pyramids. Of the statues and one of the boulders almost landed on there and almost crushed them but escaped and then that's when everybody was like let's get back to the boat we don't feel safe of course lynette immediately thinks it's jackie out of nowhere and of course rightfully so the jackie was right there already in the boat when they got in and of course lynette completely loses it and tells them like how much is it gonna cost me to get rid of her like not get like not kill her but like for her to like leave us alone and whatnot and never fucking follow us again basically which i i mean i don't blame her at this point this is just completely stalking here uh hercule overcome by champagne confides to jackie that he renounced romance after catherine died in a mortar explosion lynette goes to bed and simon confronts jackie who shoots him in the leg and attempts to shoot herself but rosali and boke intervene this is another scene where I even checked out as well. It was like I immediately should have given the audience uh, like the reason why we should suspect Simon. Because when she shot him, look, Lynette goes, and, and, and here's another fucking thing. Lynette sees Jackie like trying to get a drink. And there's no more no more bartender. They closed. They, they already left. And she just says she wants more drinks. But then Lynette taunts Jackie even more by saying, "Oh, I'm gonna go to bed. Let's go to bed and whatnot." And and um, Simon's like, "Oh, uh, you go on ahead." And she's like, "All right, I'll, I'm gonna take a, a pill to go to sleep and just relax, and I'll wait for you." And she's like, "Oh, okay." She's like, "What?" And then Jackie's like, "What? You guys don't go to bed together?" She's like, "No." And then Lynette immediately's like, "No, we already had sex like three times today." I was like, "Why are you?" Pushing the mat, like you're you're putting yourself in this position. First of all, you tell Hercule you don't trust anybody, but then you start going after Jackie, who you know is a stalker and is very fucking dangerous. Why are you like pushing her? It just doesn't fucking make sense. And not only that, to put uh to add more salt to the wound, 
Lynette comes up to Jackie face to face and just tells her, look, I'm not sorry that what we did. I'm just sorry that what what it did to you. And she's like, I hope we can still be friends. She's like, because you're the only one that never, never cared about the money. And then she just walks away. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this chick is asking to get fucking murdered. I it just it didn't this is the some of the choices that I was like what are you doing here what are you doing here and uh so Lene goes to bed and this is when Simon confronts Jackie and Jackie shoots she had that little 22 pistol and shoots at Simon but immediately immediately and I guess the movie was trying to have get the uh viewers to catch this but immediately he already had a, a napkin with red all over it, all pointing at his leg. I was like, where the fuck did that come from? It, it, it's really quick, but you realize, like, what the fuck? Like, where did he even get, like, what the fuck? Like, how did he get the napkin right there all, right away? Like, it was weird. It was really weird. And, uh, uh, let's see. Rosali and intervene. They bring Jackie to Miss Bowers while Wind Windles uh while Windlesham treats Simon. The following morning, Louise or Lewis discovers Lynette has been shot in the head and her valuable necklace has been stolen. Uh Hercule assist, assisted by Simon and Boat interrogates the guests who each bear a grudge against Lynette. So we find out that she has a uh, she was shot in the head, and he could tell that it was like a, a small pistol. It was no regular fucking Glock or anything like that. It was a, it was one of those small pistols. And then, uh, so here's it says: Louise was to leave Lynette's employment to be married, but Lynette ended the engagement. When Windlesham was engaged. Uh, to Lynette until she left him for Simon. So th this is like this is just kind of giving you guys the the reasons why any of them would want to kill uh, Lynette. And of course, Louise was the uh, the maid, the assistant. Plus, Louise was to leave Lynette's employment to be married, but Lynette ended the engagement. That's fucking crazy. So Lynette, in a way, had it coming. Like I, now that I read it and think about it more, fucking Lynette had it coming. I'm sorry, I get it, but that that fucking she was like she seemed like too powerful or whatever, and and she's fucking would treat people bad and shit. She had it coming. Uh, Windlesham was engaged to Lynette until she left him for Simon. Bowers, formerly wealthy family, was evicted due to the actions of Lynette's father during the Great Depression. Van Schoyler is a beneficiary of Lynette's will. Uh, Hercule deduces that she and Bowers are lovers. Andrew, who has a gun, was embezzling from Lynette. Salam also carries a gun and was insulted by Lynette years ago. Euphemia finds Lynette's necklace, but but Hercule suspects she resented Lynette for introducing Boke to Rosali. Uh, Jackie, however, was monitored by Bowers all night. Her gun is dredged 
from the Nile, wrapped in Van Schoyler's missing scarf and a bloody handkerchief. Hercule reveals that he was hired by Euphemia to investigate Rosalie's suitability to marry Boke. So this is where the scene where, this is where he starts, as I mentioned all this stuff, he was interrogating them. Not interrogating, but like interviewing them. You know, one by one in different rooms and stuff, kind of like just seeing where they were at uh, when 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 Lynette was uh, got killed, and so he started kind of interrogating them, interviewing them, kind of thing, and and um and then this is where uh he he brings in those four people, and this is where he uh, uh Hercule just tells him like, look, this is why I'm here, and then he tells book. The reason why I, I was there is now I wasn't on vacation. I was on, on an assignment by your mother. Your mom and, uh, hired me to look at Rosalie to see whether or not she was, if, if she was capable of being your wife or if was she was just trying to be your wife to like, you know, to make, to get money or what. And, but he tells them, no, Rosalie's good. She's, she's good. She's a good girl. Like she's a good get. Like good, good for you. Like she, I see nothing wrong with her. You should definitely uh, stay, stay with her. Uh, and then of course Rosalie takes offense of that. Rosalie leaves, and of course Hercule follows just to apologize. And while she was gonna say something, she gets cut off because Louise, Louise's body is found with money and her throat slit. Uh, suspecting that she witnessed Lynette's murder and blackmailed the killer, Hercule sees a possible witness outlined in the Louise's uh, blood spatter. Interrogating Book with Simon, uh, Hercule deduces that Book found Lynette dead and stole her necklace for financial freedom from his mother, but panicked and placed it in her belongings, uh, Book's mother's belongings. He then witnessed Luis's uh, murder, disposing of his coat covered in her blood. Before he can reveal the killer, Book is shot dead in the neck. He was shot in the neck. Uh, Hercule chases the killer, but only finds the abandoned gun. This scene was really good. Uh, this is where it gets like really knee deep. This is where Hercule starts kind of like uh, pushing more and more. Like, and Book, who is friends with him, who knows his tricks and what he's capable of doing he, he hercule doesn't let up he tells him like you knew you like you were gonna you know what it, what was it that you saw and so it was true book did see lynette passed out before any of anybody else uh uh knew about it but he took her her necklace a necklace that was that's expensive it's really valuable but because he was panicking so much, he was wanting to use that so that he can use that to kind of escape um, his mother and and go to uh, and marry uh, Rosalie with or without her permission. And of course, with that necklace, it'd be able to pay off all that shit. And uh, but he panics. He puts it on his mom's uh, uh, belongings, and uh, and this is where he even even Book's mother. Uh, tells hercule like look it was here but i don't know how it even got there and whatnot and 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 while they were in that scene she's like he starts kind of like interrogating her while book is there but book obviously was the one that did it and he was like no i don't think my mother would do it and whatnot but he only did that so that he could make 
he could so that the mother would look suspicious and not him. And then, of course, as soon as he was about to tell who was the one that killed um, uh, uh, Luis, uh, he gets shot on the neck. And then, of course, he follows him, but he misses. Uh, he doesn't see her or the person, and except for the gun. And then, of course, he has the gun. He starts walking towards this. Like I like this scene where he's just walking towards the uh, guest rooms where everybody's at with the gun in his hand, just kind of walking slow, kind of like playing everything in his mind and whatnot. And of course, he once he gets there, every all the all the workers there lock are uh, lock in all the guests in there. So locking the surviving guests in the boat's bar and the bar. I'm sorry. Uh, Hercule reveals that the boulder was dislodged by remorseful Andrew, but that Simon is Lynette's killer with Jackie as the mastermind. They are still lovers and arrange Simmons' romance uh, with Lynette to inherit her wealth. Having drugged, uh, having drugged Hercule's champagne, Jackie pretended to shoot Simon with a blank. This is why I was like, wait, what the hell? Why does he have the thing right away? And why is there blood on it if it was a blank? And you can tell because it, it was like blood with the, uh, uh, the 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 handkerchief or whatever. And Simon faked his injury with paint stolen from Euphemia. She was, as I mentioned, when Book and uh, Hercule met in the pyramids, he was wearing a red coat, but in her painting, he's wearing a green. And he even asked, "Why is why?" Did you play any green? He was wearing red, and she said, "My red, my red paint was stolen." Hence, Simon stole the red to make it look like he was bleeding. And uh, uh, where where was I? And Simon faked his injury, stolen from you. While Jackie distracted Boke and Rosalie, Simon killed Lynette, then shot his own leg, muffled by Van Scholey's, uh scarf. And then this is where he he used put the gun and then basically wrapped it with the scarf and all that stuff and threw it out in the sea. But in the sea, while people were looking for the necklace, they were also looking through the water. They were scrounging through the water to see if they find anything, and that's how they found the gun. And uh, Jackie killed Louise, Louise with wind, uh, wind, uh, window sham's scalpel, and book with Andrew's gun. Faced with the proof of Simon's paint-stained handkerchief, Jackie, knowing that there is no escape, shoots Simon through the back as they embrace, killing them both. As the passengers disembark, Hercule is unable to voice his feelings to Salome. Six months later, a clean-shaven Hercule visits her club to watch her perform alone in the dark. This is the one scene that I really like. Once, once we realize, and in a way it seemed pretty damn obvious, given that some of the scenes you can tell how skeptical Simon was and uh and Jackie's still in it like it just kind of threw me off a little bit and then of course we find out that they were both in on it they just they were both playing playing against Lynette and of course and here here's the thing though are they right or are they wrong now here because if you if you if in some of this in one of the scenes Jackie had always mentioned that Lynette was the golden girl and she could do no wrong. And if whatever she wanted, she would get. There was even, she said that they even met 
on a play, on a Cleopatra play, where Jackie was going to play Cleopatra, and then a week later, all of a sudden, Lynette's playing it because Lynette wanted that part. And so it got taken away from Jackie. Hence, again, Lynette tries to take uh, Jackie's husband behind her back. And then again, like as I mentioned, she mentions that like, oh, you know, you're my friend. I still want to be friends because you're the only one with no money and that you didn't want money and whatnot. And you can tell like Lynette was just was a a, a bitch to everybody. I mean, she even she even stopped the engagement of Louis Louise's engagement because she was gonna leave her work her workforce. That's fucking crazy. And then some of the stuff that she, that her father did during the Great Depression, taking a lot of people's land and stuff like that for pennies. And she not she doesn't care. And yet, but yet she invites all these people. And it just it makes no sense. You you she was asking for it. She was asking for this fucking kill. And of course it happens. And then of course, knowing that they couldn't make it, and this is what I kind of laughed a little bit when she was like, when uh, Simon, who actually is shot in the in the knee, she's like, "Don't worry, don't worry, baby. We're gonna we're gonna get out. Uh, once once we get out, we're gonna run away, all right?" And then it cuts to like him groaning, groaning about his knee. I was like, "You're not running anywhere, bro. Not with that fucking shattered knee. Like you're an idiot. Why would you shoot your fucking knee? You know you would have to escape eventually." So I was like, "What the fuck?" And Jackie, knowing full well, uh, they're not gonna get away with it or anything like that. By the time they land um, in the in in land, uh, they'll eventually get caught. So the only way they would do it is that she used the gun. She hugged Simon, but Simon, not knowing, uh, she points the gun right directly behind Simon's back. But she was held close so that the bullet can go through her as well. They both fucking die right there at the same. It was a really, really, really nice fucking scene. It really was. I liked it. I like how they both just both went out together, kind of like Bonnie and Clyde style. Uh, so this whole time, he never really loved Lynette. He actually did love Jackie this whole time. It was just them two. They were just trying to scam Lynette. And I guess in a way, like, Lynette had it coming. I I don't, I, I look, I might sound fucked up, but I, I didn't care for Lynette anymore. The more, the more a lot of the stuff... Uh, brought up to light about about her and her family and what they were about the more i just didn't care for them the more i was kind of like hoping jackie and simon did get away with it but of course they weren't going to and a lot of the people there like the doctor there uh that was that was um uh played by uh russell brand he was the one that was engaged to lynette before she broke it off to marry simon and now she invites him so that they can so that he could just what so that he can see you get married to the guy that left you and, and showing off through the whole time like he's he, she's putting him through hell and he even mentioned too that like i was honestly thinking about ending my life ever since this happened and now she's dangling all this wedding shit in front of me like i was like dude what the fuck lynette is a bitch i'm sorry but i'm like dude i thought who are we really rooting for here besides maybe Hercule to get all the facts straight and whatnot? But, uh, dude, uh, yeah. So, anyways, one by one, people started fucking leaving the boat um, with a lot of the dead bodies that were there as well. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, 
And then it ends. Of course, he yeah, he ends up going back six months later uh, to see her perform again, and this time without a mustache. Uh, because they said that oh you're you know you're hiding you know behind that mask or whatever, and I guess to him it meant like a mustache, and he shaves up his mustache showing the scars on his upper lip again not on the fucking cheek but on the upper lip only it, and then the movie ends. So again, guys, as I mentioned, this movie is not bad. It really isn't. It's not that bad. I actually like I said I I, I like this one just a little bit more than the. Uh, uh, murder murder on the orient express because at least one at least this one it just seemed more entertaining a little bit but I, I, there's plenty of flaws at least in my opinion the way i looked at it i was like this is ridiculous you're putting yourself in this fucking position you're asking for this and uh and then of course for her like you know doing what she did to a lot of these people you're asking for it you're basically asking all these fucking people that, are, that have a reason to hate you. You put him on this fucking boat in the middle of the sea to celebrate your fucking engagement, and it, it just doesn't make fucking sense. And you're saying, I don't trust any of them, but yet you bring them into the boat. You didn't really have to, and you did it anyways. And it just kind of it bugged me a little bit. And uh, But, yeah. Um, again, the visuals were really nice, uh, especially when they're in the boat, and then the uh, the Egypt pyramids and stuff like that. I think there's a few scenes where it actually looked like it was it was uh, green screen. There's a few scenes where I was like, Ooh, I think that's green screen right there. But for the most part, really nice shot uh, shots in there. Uh, the characters were good. Uh, stupid, poor choices, but again, I think it was either to kind of get the movie going or something, but they could have easily cleaned that up a little bit and made it more better or realistic, but that's fine. Um, Gal Gadot, I mean, you know, it's not her fault that she had to play this fucking character who I think is somewhat of a villain in this fucking film. Uh, you know, like, it's not it's not Simon and Jackie. Uh, well, obviously, yes, because they're the ones over here killing people. But Lynette is also a fucking, I think, is a, a villain in this fucking movie. You know, like, the more I saw, the more I was watching this movie, the more I was like, Lynette's a the fuck dude in a way she deserves it. so when she got shot in there i was like you had it coming i mean you had this shit coming so <laughs> uh, uh let's get to my rating here guys i'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10 um i think it's a borderline um borderline film it's a take it or leave it um if you've already seen the murder of the orient express and you like that film um i think you would enjoy this one i gave murder of the orient express a six so like i said it's it's they're both kind of like in the middle for me at least take it or leave it kind of films i think knives out did it way better uh the characters are way better in that in that film but this one as much as it tries to be its own you know away from the knives out kind of thing and again murder on the orient express did come out first before uh knives out did so they kind of did it first. I think just Knives Out did it better. Uh, but all in all, decent film. Would I see it again? Uh, I wouldn't be in a rush for it. Uh, it. I wouldn't be in a rush to watch it again. I think if if it was like if I was um, if it was playing on a TV and, and I was doing something, I I don't mind having it in the background. Like say if I'm cleaning my house or whatever, and it's on my TV, I don't mind just leaving it there and watching it. But I don't want to sit down and watch it and pay attention again. Like you know. It's just one of those kind of films. 
as I mentioned, not bad, not bad. I think the visuals, the the, the cinematography is that's like the best part of this film here, um, and the characters, of course, are are not bad as well. Just some very poor choices in the film. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it. Again, guys, uh, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Spoiler reels, spoiler underscore reels. As I mentioned, that's where I put all my content there. So keep that in mind. And uh, you guys can let me know if you agree or disagree with my review or my rating for this film. Uh, was there something that I was missing that maybe you guys saw and I, I maybe I didn't see it and may, it could maybe help me out watch, see this movie even better? Uh, you guys can always let me know, guys. Again, this is just my opinion, my point of view. Uh, this is what I saw and what I feel like and believed of it. And uh, so, you know. There's no right or wrong answers. If you've seen it in a different way and you guys like this movie a lot more, than that's great. That's great. That means it, it did its purpose for you. For me, on the other hand, I just feel like I think it could have been a little bit better. Uh, but other than that, 6.5 is borderline take it or leave it kind of film. So I'm not saying don't watch it, but I'm also saying, you know, take your time on it. If you if you want to watch it, you don't have don't rush it. Take your time on it and then watch it whenever you do get a chance. All right, guys, that is it for me. I am done for this episode. Again, keep watching movies, guys. Uh, just, you know, like I said, take your time on this one right here. Watch it, uh, in, you know, whenever you guys do get a chance. Uh, I would maybe prefer for you guys to watch it when it comes out on DVD. I don't think you guys need to rush it into the movies. Uh, check it out on DVD instead. All right, guys, that is it. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.